Okay, this is a little interesting tidbit for you. The sunrise officially took place at 7.34 a.m. here in Minnesota, Central Time. For early risers, it's a quiet, peaceful time of day. And granted, the day is half gone by then, but it's a pretty peaceful time of day. For sleepers in, waking up to full sunshine can be a peaceful, energizing, and even healing experience. Of course, the other half of this equation is that the sunset here takes place at 4.32 p.m. Now, if you're doing the math on all that, that's a total of eight hours and 56 minutes of daylight. And at this time of year, we'll take what we can get, right? There's something about 15 hours of darkness each day at this time of year that doesn't inspire a great deal of peace for some people. As we continue to welcome the seasons in this second week of Advent, we welcome days of peace. And today, as you may know, we're lighting the second candle, the candle of peace, giving us just that much more light. The hope that we heard about last week gives way to just that much more peace as we remember what God promised long ago, that the light of Christ, the promised Messiah, the light of the world, would continue to shine the light of hope into our darkness and bring peace. Nowhere is this more beautifully articulated than in Isaiah chapter 9, the second half of the second verse, and then verses 6 and 7. Let me read this for you. The ancient promise of peace rolls out like a poem, a song, an invitation to step out of the darkness into the bright light of God's peace. Here's what the prophet writes. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Friends, this is the word of God for the people of God, and to that we say, thanks be to God. One of the most enduring promises of Scripture is that God's word is not only a message that was once spoken, but it is a word that is now and always speaking. And that's important, especially today as we continue into these days of Advent, days of hope. For so many people, Advent is a complicated mixture of demands and not enough fulfillment. Too many pressures and not enough contentment. So many expectations, too little peace. Now, if that's not the case for you, that's great. But chances are you are or you probably know someone who is struggling. I'm struggling. So what I want to do is let the promise of peace, the promise of light from Isaiah, bring light and life to you. I want to illuminate some peace today by opening three gifts just a bit early. First of all, a nightlight. 
As we gather to worship today, the light of the Advent wreath is just a little brighter than it was last week. If you have an Advent wreath there where you are in your home or wherever you are, you probably have two candles lit. With two candles burning, there is just that much more light in the room. There's just that much more of a reminder of the radiance of the peace of Jesus in our lives. But how about the days in between? How about in the middle of the week when things get a little dark, a little gloomy, a little scary? Well, this can certainly be true for kiddos, for children among us. I'll bet you can still remember a time when maybe it was your mom or dad or a grandma or grandma, someone that you loved a lot, that loved you a lot, and tucked you into bed, and you just felt like you needed a light left on. It might have been the hall light, a, a bathroom light, a desk light, some kind of night light. Remember how reassuring that light was? Can you recall how comforting it was when it's dark? It's easy to fear a lot of things. We mostly fear the things that we don't know, things that we can't see, the strange, the unfamiliar, even what's, what's new. And when we're there in that darkness, we know that if we could just have the door to that future open just a little wider, the hallway light would be on and it would begin to illuminate where we are. The nightlight, just a little closer, everything would be well. And so we plug in the nightlight for some peace and we welcome the season of Advent and we're reminded that God is with us. Second, the second gift is a flashlight. You've got one of these, right? You've got a couple of these there in your home, don't you? Why is that? Why do you have a flashlight in your house when, presumably, you've got lights in every room? Well, we've got flashlights in our homes because sometimes the lights go out and we're left in the dark. And all we know is that there's dangers that lurk in the darkness. Dangers. They're, they're kind of everywhere. A pair of shoes on the floor, a half-open doorway in the darkness, the corner of a coffee table. Ouch. And God forbid, a flight of stairs. When we're in the middle of a long night of darkness in our lives, there's a need for a flashlight. There are times in life when the road, the path, the way forward is just difficult to see. This is truly certain when it comes to the darker challenges of our jobs and our health and our relationships. That math test coming up on Tuesday morning or the results of that test that the doctor is calling about, we, we often refer to those times as storms. What we need most is some peace in the midst of that storm. When the lights go out in our homes during a storm, we instinctively grab the flashlight or, or use the light on our phone and, and we use that light to illuminate the way forward. A flashlight can be a reminder of the power of the light of Christ in our lives. The flashlight shines peace on the way ahead. Isaiah writes these beautiful words of peace. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. The birth of Christ in us, with us, and for us is the promise of peace that illuminated the time in which Christ was born and illuminates our lives as well. 
And the third gift that we unwrap today is a candle. We light the candle of peace today as a reminder that Christ is here. The promise is that Jesus has entered our darkness and he does bring peace to you and me. We, people who walk in darkness all week long, have seen the light, the light of Christ, right here. Those of us who, in the days of this past week, have lived in a kind of land of deep darkness, on us, the light of Christ is shining. You know, if we're honest, we live our lives mainly in a tension of the in-between. We live somewhere between despair and hope, pain and comfort, the unknown and the known, the darkness and the light, fear and peace. But there is a promise for all of us who live in between all of that. And the promise comes from Isaiah 9. Let me remind you of these amazing words. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I don't know what kind of darkness threatens the peace in your life, but I do know that some of you are in darkness. So am I. That's why we light this candle of peace. I do know that this light, the light of Christ, shines in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. I do know that God speaks peace into our darkness to deliver us into the light. I don't know what sends you into a panic, but I do know that some of you are panicked. So am I. That's why we light this candle of peace. And I do know that God's name is wonderful, and God is here now to speak peace, wonderful peace, into our darkness and deliver us to the light. I don't know what worries you today, but I do know that some of you are worried. So am I. That's why we light this candle of peace. I do know that God's name is Counselor, and through the Holy Spirit, God speaks counsel into whatever it is that you are bumping into in the darkness so that you can stand once again in the light of peace. I don't know what being lost feels like to you, but I do know what it feels like to me. So that's why we light this candle of peace. I do know that when we feel lost or in the dark or in a panic or overwhelmed with worry, and when we need deliverance, we can light the candle of peace and find rest. So this week, friends, a practice for you. Try this. Find a quiet, darker space to settle into where you won't be distracted or disturbed and light one candle and call it the hope candle. And as you light it, notice what the light from that candle does to the darkness. Then light a second candle and call it the peace candle. As you light it, watch how the growing light presses back against the dark room. And as you sit in the glow of that candlelight, make this your prayer for peace. The Lord is my wonderful counselor, mighty God, my everlasting Father, my Prince of Peace. Let's pray.
Gracious God, we thank you that you do bring peace. We pray that the peace that you offer to us today would just illuminate our dark places and give us peace as we move from day to day. We thank you that you know us, that you love us, and that you call us by name, that you call us into your peace. It's in the strong name of Christ that we pray. And everybody said, amen.